1: the Canadian Football League will kick off a new season on Thursday night with the Montreal Alouettes playing the Stampeders in Calgary. On Friday, the Ottawa Red Blacks will face the defending champion Blue Bombers in Winnipeg, the Edmonton Elks at the B.C. Lions Saturday night. Our poll question is, which is Canada's game of the week? Running away with it is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It's just a fun thing.
2: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: It sure is. Hello, everybody. Welcome inside your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show, whether you're watching live on Game Plus TV and YouTube or maybe listening to the podcast later on in the day. Thanks for making this part of your day as we uh, bring in the moose, Darren Moose Dupont. We haven't seen his cute face for at least 20 minutes. <laughs> and uh, Moose, I'm pretty excited that we got through all of the things that I wanted to talk about. And I we skimmed them all. Proving again that we are the golden corral of sports talk, There's a little bit of everything on your plate. We talked about uh, Tampa Bay and the Rangers tonight, Game Five. Who should the Avalanche starting goal for the Stanley Cup Final? Our poll question is: Who's the best available NHL coach right now? And Barry Trotz is running away with it. CFL opening nights, which we'll be spending more time on here this hour. We played Deal or No Deal on the CFL betting lines for Week One, presented by Bet Regal whl final qmjhl final the blue jays are on a roll the pga has suspended the live players that's a lot dude all in an hour i'm pretty proud of myself
2: it's incredible there's so much going on right now and we got it all you know and today the buffet was right on cue it was perfect fantastic
1: yes I don't know, you're booming right in. Did you turn your microphone up or is it just me, guys? We, we have this new system here right now. Now would be a good time. Okay, Yeah. Clark says they've made some adjustments. Okay, everything's sounding good. Might just be okay. a rod problem. There were a couple topics that I wanted to bring up with you. Remind me, the two squirrels here, you and me, and our viewers, I think have a little bit of squirrel in them, too. Paul Maurice, we haven't even talked about Paul Maurice. The viewers want to know why is Paul Maurice not on the list? And the other is the Chicago Bears being disciplined by the NFL for having live contact in their OTAs, which they weren't allowed to have. So I want your opinion on that, but I just want to tell our viewers that with this new system, there will be no listen live anymore. We had a staff meeting yesterday after the show, and we accomplish a lot in those staff meetings, and we've decided... With the new system that we're running, we're not going to move forward with Listen Live. Basically, you can watch on YouTube. If you want to log in and listen streaming audio, you can do the exact same thing with YouTube. But Listen Live's gone. Bye-bye. But it's still streaming 24 hours, right? 20 minutes after the show, you can still listen to that day's show. You just can't listen live. So I want to tell people that. Um, Nelson... Hackowicz, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and he says, the live tour was refreshing to watch this morning. That shotgun start makes everything fast and exciting. And I just want to mention that, yeah, we, we decided we're going to talk pro golf a little more because variety is the spice of life. Maybe golf is the, the, cat, the deep fried catfish on the buffet that you wouldn't normally have every day. But from now and again, you would put a little on your plate. That's golf,
2: deep fried catfish. So did you watch a little of the live golf today? I think you said you did. I did. Yeah. And so basically I think it's something me and Nelson talking, but who anybody else who's tuned into it, I was watching it on YouTube. I was streaming it just like our show, um, started at nine Eastern this morning and I thought it was cool. I think I had some bugs to work out from the broadcast. I mean, the audio levels were a little all over the place. So it wasn't really the most comfortable thing to listen to, but it wasn't bad. It was good. Um, you know, they, they have some new innovations um, for scoreboards and things like that that need to be cleaned up. But overall, the golf was really good. The the commentary was good. I thought it was good. Um, and it was, it's, it's gonna be refreshing. The shotgun starts interesting. Um, the only time I think that'll be a factor is in the final round, right? When everybody's on the course at the same time and you're trying to figure out who's winning and who's not, that'll be a little bit um, interesting, especially when a leader won't know if they're putting out to win or not, right? They won't really know. So it was good. Really good opening day.
1: Well, yeah. And by what is it? 17 PGA Tour members are over there in the Live Tour. They were all suspended today. 17's the number, correct? I think so. Yeah. So this is like a war in pro golf. And big names. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson leading them. But Carl Schwartzel, as we mentioned. Louis Osthusen. So, uh, Luke Elvy will be with us later on this hour to kick that around. I also wanted to mention something else, and you didn't know that I was going to bring this up, but it's funny, Moose. You've been flip-flopping for about a year and a half to two years on should you still be on the show because the business side of this show is becoming so big, you don't know if you have the time. And it surprises me that you would say that because from the entrepreneurial mindset, from everything that I've read and followed with that, it's, I want it all. And I think, let's ask the viewers, should Moose stay on as much as he is or become the Warren Buffett of digital media? I, th- I think because you're so talented and so good on here, nothing should change. In the end, it's there your is. decision. Yes, but I, it's just, it's, I think it's funny that you, but you're still here. So clearly
2: uh, what's winning out is doing it all. That's right. You know, I, I'm kind of that, that mindset you just mentioned with the entrepreneurial mindset. It's and not or, right? It's not one or the mm. other. It's one and the other. And you find a way to balance. And, and, you know, we're not at a point yet where that decision has to be made. So Good. I hope the fans Good. don't want me to leave. No, of course not. Well, if I had a vote, uh, it would be for you to stay. But it's funny what you say
1: here about the YouTube. Um, Ryan in Toronto watching on YouTube right now says, I'm not a huge golf fan, but Liv has my attention also the competition between the leagues will be good for golf overall. Holy smokes! I could sit and now talk about this forever.
3: Well, uh, if I could. Pink's one of
1: our. No, no, it's my show. <laughs> no, Pink's writes it and says Darren needs to stay a hundred percent. John in Edmonton says it's up to Moose. So, what were you going to say? Sorry.
2: Well, Phil Mickle, you talked about into the golf. Phil Mickelson this morning, he had his aviators on his hat. Obviously, no sponsor. Um, and then, but he had about three, four days of growth, nothing crazy, but he had the stubble and he really looked like he belonged in the NWO. He really did. Like he looked like Scott Steiner, or Razor Ramon, or, you know, Hulk. Hull. He looked like he was a vigilante kind of like on the, uh, the rebel tour. It kind of fit so that that was cool this morning. Yeah. It's really funny that you would say that because for one,
1: this has got to be from producer Clark somebody has written in from our show account in the chat and says, is live like the NWO back in the old WCW days? And to me, that's hieroglyphics. That's Greek. That's Chinese. I don't even understand what you're saying. But I was the sucker, like most of society, that if this is not WWF, I'm not watching it. And I guess we're getting... Overall, I've been thinking a lot about the WHA, and our older viewers are, will have perked up. Like, I wasn't alive when the W, or I was alive but I was a child. I was in, not even in elementary school yet when the WHA sprung up. But, because our, ours was such a hockey household, I heard about it all the time from my dad and my older brothers about Bobby Hull went to this rogue league, the WHA, and da-da-da-da. History showing, Darren, how many rogue leagues really survive in any sport. Um, But Luke Elvey will tell you our golf analyst when he comes up that the Saudi backdoor has endless money. Don't the rogue leagues fail because they run out of money.
2: He's saying the love, the live tour will not run out of money. Doesn't seem like they will. It really doesn't. And that's important because the amount of money you have to pour into this just to change people's behaviors is incredible. And those leagues, yeah, eventually they run out of money and they're, And they pull out. So, um, no, if they really have endless money, they'll spend it. But it's going to cost billions and billions of dollars to overtake the PGA Tour. But the funny thing is, these huge companies always overlook the broadcast.
1: You're talking billions and billions and billions of dollars for the Saudi-backed live tour. And they're running a YouTube broadcast that looks from what you guys are telling me like it's being run by a high school student. Is
2: it that bad, or could, or it's pretty good and could be better? No, it's pretty good, but could be better. So it's really good, um, but it just needs to be cleaned up a little bit to have that TV, ESPN, NBC quality crispness. It's just missing a little bit of polish, but no, overall it's really good. Boy, have we started something here today, and that's good.
1: Um for a few, uh, Ted in Red Deer says, the wife and I agree, the moose should stay on air. So there's that. Um, BW from Edmonton says, I listen to the RP show through YouTube while trucking through northern Alberta and pause it, rewind when the squirrel, squirrel chases the train down the tracks. Steven in North Dakota says, Live Golf is updating golf, not just the same old, same old Rod, don't let dupes jump to a position with live. Uh, there are those that are saying you should jump and do a competing show against the RP show. How about, How about that? that? They just—they don't, don't understand what goes on here. That would not make sense for you, considering you own this show. So, anyways, back on track with the actual sports talk. Paul Maurice did not make our top three poll. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, which available NHL coach would you hire first? Right now, and our options are Barry Trotz, Bruce Cassidy, Peter DeBoer, or other. The first first poll that I saw, one out of ten polls reporting, zero percent of people had voted for Peter DeBoer. Zero. 78 percent for Barry Trotz. And I don't know what the latest is. And, Darren, in case you didn't hear, late last hour, I said, does Paul Maurice even want to coach? I mean, there are certain outfits, and I'm not saying the Jets are one, but the guy did quit on my birthday, December 16th, and made. does he even want to coach again? I believe he's been a head coach in the NHL, I think, since the age of 24. He's coached over 1,000 games. He clearly doesn't need the money. It appears that he walked away in his own terms. He wasn't fired does Paul Maurice even want to coach in the NHL again?
2: Yeah, he has to make that decision first. And that we haven't heard him say that he wants to come back and coach. He wasn't leaving the the Jets to go chase another opportunity. He was leaving to leave. It was time. His, you know, he said the buttons he was pushing weren't getting the same results. They needed a new voice. He was stepping back. And we haven't heard from Paul Maurice. I don't know if he's just having the time of his life and enjoying this time off, or if he's itching to get back into coaching, we haven't heard his name. And that tells me that he's not really itching to get back behind the bench anytime soon.
1: Jennifer from the four seasons writes in and says, "Mm, where is dupes trying to go? I missed something here. Just to update those that jumped in mid sentence or mid conversation. Darren has been flip flopping for a couple of years as to whether he should have less face face time on the show and spend more time on the business of the show. And I'm saying continue to do what he's doing, continue to be on the show, but also do the business. But that's just me. It's his business. And the viewers are saying, no, Darren can't go anywhere. Now, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about was the NFL thing. Chicago Bears coach Matt Eberfluss says the team had to cancel an off-season workout this week because they violated NFL rules by having live contact in a session last month. Eberfluss says the contact occurred because of overzealous players and not the team's practice structure. And what's interesting about this world now, especially in sports, there's always a camera rolling. Always. The high school practice I was at yesterday here in Boca Raton, I happen to be running the camera, but you're not going to be able to hide any portion of of your workout ever, especially the National Football League. Now, I don't know how much you followed this because there's a lot going on, but how do you feel about the Bears coach, the first-year Bears coach, putting it on the players instead of saying, our bad, we were running them a little too hot.
2: It's on me. You blame the players. That's my read on this. I haven't seen the video, but I don't need to see the video. Look, the NFL is not just going to hand out suspensions and punishments and cancel practices and, and, and things just for fun, right? So when this happens, sure, I believe him that the players, you know, got a little overzealous and got a little more heated. We've seen it. It turns into fights and things like that. But one incident of a player getting too much contact is not going to cause the NFL to crack down. If it continues which they would have seen on a video, that it probably continued over three or four plays or a couple of sequences. That's on the coach for not shutting it down then. Once you see it happen, it's okay, boys. There's no contact here, right? They do it again. Then you really got to shut it down. To me, this screams of something that was ongoing throughout the practice, maybe started by the players, but not controlled by the coach. Not Not an isolated incident.
1: Um... I want to say this, too. I haven't done this for a while, but what they were talking about on Miami Sports Radio today, I just want to say, and this is what jarred my mind, should we spend more time on fake news on this show or actual sporting games of the leagues that are playing, what they were talking about today is a 24th woman now has come forward with a sexual harassment case against the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, and the attorney for these women is now suing the Houston Texans. I don't know for what, but I can only imagine what for negligence, I guess, God knows what. So the hosts of that show, the point being the Marlins are home to the Washington Nationals tonight, and you wouldn't even know that there was a Major League Baseball team here in South Florida. You wouldn't even know. They never talk about it. You don't see a billboard. Nobody cares. They would rather just talk about the NFL 12 months a year all day is what I'm getting at. Uh, but they're saying, you know, Deshaun Watson may not even play this year, and how could he play this year because of the image is so bad and the NFL is so image-conscious. And they're like, how about these Browns owners? They bring in Deshaun Watson and say, did you do this, Deshaun? Nope. Okay, good. Here's $230 million guaranteed and Baker Mayfield, you can go pound sand. And now they might need Baker back. (laughs) And would he even come back? It is a fun thing to talk about there, uh, no doubt, but I, again, getting off on a tangent here, I don't even know why I brought that up. Uh... Oh, a few guys need to just stand down from the keyboard for a little bit. Weed and Wrestling. Weed and Wrestling is the account. Writes in and says, don't change a thing. It's not broke, so it doesn't need fixing. Really good point. The show's growing, so why would we change anything? We'll talk a little bit more, Darren, about NHL coaches because Andrew writes in and says, lots of good coaches are available in the NHL, but why not give some new people a chance? For example, I hear that Chicago has asked for permission to interview Luke Richardson. P.S. I vote to keep Duke. You know how the fake news is going to spin this that we were talking about firing you. That's, exactly. that's how that's uh, the news machine. Yahoo.ca would have that headline right now. Future of DuPont in jeopardy on RP Show.
2: Hot damn! That's how that they will do be it. the headline at rodpeterson.com.
1: When we come back... It's an early Taco Time viewer takeover because we're kind of handing it over to the viewers today, and it's awesome. You're watching your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show live on Game Plus TV. We're still streaming on YouTube. And, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, we are back, and just ahead of bringing the Moose back in, the very popular Darren Moose DuPont. Just does sports update on this Thursday. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, and other PGA Tour members who teed off in the Saudi-funded Golf League this morning are no longer eligible for PGA Tour events. Under penalties, Commissioner Jeff Monahan shared this morning, soon after the first tee shot was struck. Still to be determined is whether these players are ever going to be welcomed back to the PGA The ban includes participation in the President's Cup, which for the international team is determined by the world ranking. The USGA already has said eligible players can still compete in the U.S. Open next week. That's because the PGA Tour does not run the majors. The 2022 CFL season kicks off tonight in Calgary, where the Peters will host the Montreal Alouettes. Stamps favored by 3.5 at McMahon. And the NHL's Eastern Conference final resumes tonight at Madison Square Garden with a pivotal Game 5 showdown between the Rangers and Lightning. Series is tied 2-2. The home team has won each game. The winner will, of course, go up against the Colorado Avalanche. The sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for WHL breaking news and analysis. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars, they are fitness coach approved, very low sugar. RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. So we're getting uh, all the business taken care of as We welcome the moose back in, and you should be feeling real good. You should feel like Conor McGregor strutting around the ring. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they're talking about cancel culture in the chat, and I don't even want to know why they're talking about cancel culture, so we'll stay out of it. I do want to say one thing. Again, as a service to the Canadian Football League, which kicks off tonight, Darren. Another season. That's pretty exciting stuff. I'm seeing something go around on Twitter where there are certain guys within the league and some media who are trying to trash talk Bo? Not even that. Um, Sully his reputation, if you will. Bo Levi Mitchell, the two-time league MVP, saying he led the league in interceptions last year. This coming off a down year the last year he played in 2019. And I'm like, you guys, you need to shut up. If you're actually, if you want to hurt Bo, don't say anything. I don't think they understand it. And it's it's a, it's a radio guy coming out of Winnipeg. It's a radio guy coming out of Saskatchewan. And it's like, you don't understand. You're just firing him up. Like the people that said that our show would not last six months, this show that they're watching right now, we just announced that we're going to four hours on national TV. It just pissed me off. When I heard these things, it just makes me want to work harder. I think Bo's the exact same way. Or are you
2: on that train that Bo, the best years, are behind him? Darren, I shouldn't speak for you. I I, I don't know. That's the short answer. I don't know. And, and I don't think any of us know because, sure, he's coming off a down year. Those are all facts. But there's nothing really to lead us to believe that it's not still in there. Right? You look how good he was. But you also look at the last two seasons he's been hurt too he's been dealing with injuries and now they talk about him being healthy I'm excited to see a healthy Bo Levi Mitchell just to see what he does because if he's the big bad Bo Levi that you know dominates the league and just wins all the time that's I think good for the league because it makes those games that much more meaningful and makes the rivalries that much more bitter and hatred and I love it so No, I I think it's still there, and I hope we see it this season.
1: Well, and I hope there's a big crowd tonight at McMahon Stadium in Calgary because, listen, we spent close to three months there between the winter and spring at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, and we're going to be headed back there in a couple weeks, and we really got... I have to be respectful, and I really mean this. We got inside the walls of the Calgary Stampeders so I don't want to say too much, but the, I mean, I've known for years that the Stampeders didn't favor weekend games because there's so much to do out there on the weekends Darren, And you and I did stuff every weekend in the winter time. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in the summertime? I get it. So they want midweek games Thursday. Yes. They're home tonight to Montreal. They got what they wanted Calgary. So buy tickets and go to the game. So that's my take on that. Um, Metal Shingle Guy's found us. And I knew, I knew that he would. I appreciate it. Metal Shingle Guy writes in on the 902 text line, 902-518-3033. And he says, Dupes, where are you going? I can't text and YouTube from the phone. He goes, I jumped in kind of late. He ain't going anywhere. Do you feel like I shouldn't have even brought it up
2: at all? No, it's great. It's totally fine. Because, you know, we're thinking thinking it. And, you know, it's, things aren't going to last forever. But no, not happening anytime soon and uh, um, no, I'm glad everybody's not so quick to just throw me overboard though that, that does feel pretty good. I can
1: see the uh, headlines I'm serious. Future and du- future of DuPont in doubt. But that's okay. <clears throat> that's okay so, yeah. I watch the documentary I watch the documentary on YouTube uh, Netflix on Trump. For a second time. And I need to uh, put this out here and just say, listen, while I would probably vote for Donald Trump, I don't like him. I think he's probably a horrible person. If you look up narcissist in the dictionary, his photo's beside it. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't be friends with him. Um, But he knows how to create a buzz. (laughs) You cannot deny that. You cannot deny that. Uh, Stephen in North Dakota writes in and says, Rod, you have my attention by lighting another fire. Oh, trust me. I know how to, I know how to do it too. I do. There was a few years ago, there was a guy, El's his name, doesn't matter. He was writing, Trevor, he was writing into Facebook saying that I was the Donald Trump of the CFL. And I was like, well, thank you. I'm, I'm assuming he means personally. But I've been reading this story, stories coming out of Toronto, just to diverge for a second. And I, I, I don't know if you have two, Darren, but it was about Larry Tannenbaum's comments. You know, the chairman of MLSC, his comments about the CFL weren't going to go away quietly. You know, he has said, we, we were on this late last week. It's just now hitting the mainstream. The, the chairman, Larry Tannenbaum, The chairman of MLSC is not in favor of the current structure of the CFL, and they are now deciding, the Argos and MLSC, whether they want to be part of it or not. And I don't know how much you've been following. This is not a good article to hit week one of the season. Let's just say that. Okay? The timing. But guys like Larry Tannenbaum, who I've never met, um, but I have a pretty good profile of what guys like that are like. They're not thinking about... The timing of things. They are not. They're short-sighted. I believe that. And he's... i it, it, My point I'm getting at is it dawned on me this morning as I was brushing my teeth getting ready to run to the gym. CFL is run by a lot of Donald Trumps. Go watch Dirty Money on Netflix and tell me if I'm wrong. Short-sighted. Don't care about the truth. Sorry to say, I don't think they have a conscience. I don't think they have a conscience. In, nego- in negotiating with the players... And the way that went down, can you tell me they felt bad for the players? Even thought about putting themselves in the players' shoes? I think the CFL is run by a bunch of Donald Trumps.
2: Take that for what it is. It's tough. I know. It's a tough spot to be in. And for Tannenbaum, yeah, it's kind of the gateway to them leaving the CFL potentially, right? It's it's putting out the feeler of, okay, how is this going to go over? You know, what's the league going to do in response? What are the owners going to do in response? How much do they need a team in Toronto? And how badly do they want the Argos to be a part of it? And, you know, he's kind of said it. He's kind of laid it out there now. And if the Argos decide to leave, he'd be like, look it. I laid it out here. We weren't really happy. And then nobody did anything about it. Or people will say, okay, what are the issues? What do you lead us to the promised land, Mr. Tannenbaum? Right? And maybe he will. But it's going to go one of two ways.
1: Yeah, dude. And to be honest with you, I enjoy. I enjoy the discussion. I wonder how many people enjoy it as much as I do, or would prefer to just watch the games. I don't know the answer to that, but we got a lot of people watching right now. They seem to enjoy what we talk about. Nelson, our VP of uh, Sim Events, writes in and says Larry's displeasure with the structure is one of the big reasons he is one of the biggest drivers of expansion. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm aware. Jeff Cabellus in Winnipeg says, the USFL has a picture up on the bulletin board that says, do not hire this man of Trump. And he says, LOL, just kidding. This is, this is a major life lesson, man. Like When they say sports is a microcosm of life, it is. Like You need to look at what's going on here in the CFL and with Larry Tannenbaum and MLSC. He's saying, they're not going to change. He says, the community-owned teams are very happy with the way the CFL is now. That's what frustrates me, that they don't want to see the change. What did we say months ago, Darren? CFL's kicking off here. June 9th, whatever today is, and where's the change? Same nine teams, same nine owners, same this. Nine rule changes that nobody really cares about. No change. There's no advancement. There's no innovation. And this is what Tannenbaum is pushing. So I guess the point is you need to sit back, survey things, and going, this situation isn't going to change, so do I need to be part of it? Do I want to be part of it? What's best for me? And that's explaining a lot of why this show is originating from South Florida and the other half of the time at Grey Eagle Resort in Calgary and all over Alberta. Travis Rosebrook, this has really got people excited now. Travis Rosebrook writes in, he says, the business... Is model of the CFL is an annual one-year contract with the fans. The CFL product needs to prove itself every year. The Leafs and Raptors don't. That's why Tannenbaum doesn't like it. And he's basically said that. You're seeing an interesting time in sports with this live golf being off now. The USFL's failed. The XFL's failed. Sorry, twice. I don't like to be the guy to say it, but it's true. The Rogue Leagues have failed, but the difference is now there's unending money than these other outfits. And Or does the CFL really have nothing to worry about, Darren? And they're like, Larry, take your ball and go home. We don't need you. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't.
2: Yeah, but I think that's, that's, that's very unlikely. I think they need Larry Tannenbaum. You want this league to be a premier league in, in Canada, a top league. So you want the top organizations. You need the top cities. You need, you need people involved. Now, look at, there's probably somebody else who would jump at the opportunity to put a team in Toronto. I believe it because there's enough people, I think, in the world like me, entrepreneurs who just see this opportunity and you know what? We'll do this in a creative way that will engage the people of Toronto. I think that's a cool challenge that I would love to accept. But, you know, um, but no, losing a team in Toronto would be devastating. So I don't think they want to be quick to just say, good luck. Viewer Bill Sanchi in Toronto
1: watching on YouTube says, Larry Tannenbaum should spend some money on advertising and promotion. Zero dollars on TV and radio ads. Saying earlier, the Miami Marlins here, the Miami Marlins of the MLB, they don't talk about them here. They are the Argos of the Major League Baseball. Their stadium's empty, but nobody's talking about it because their owners are rich. There's no billboards for the Marlins. I've been down here since September. Basically, I haven't seen one. Nobody talks about the Marlins, so it's not just an Argo thing. Wayne and Victoria, last comment before we break. Wayne and Victoria says, love or hate Donald Trump. He's a successful businessman. I agree with you, Randy from the Peg. I don't know, Wayne. Have you got the Netflix? You should go watch it, and you might question how successful Donald Trump really is. It is a slobber knocker of a show, a piss cutter, as they say. In Milestone, Saskatchewan. Moose will kick us around more when we come back. It is the RRP show. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson
0: Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: rp show continues huge huge day in sports opening night in the canadian football league game five of the stanley coppies final in new york and how about timing life's about timing luke lv is about the coolest cat i've met in 2022 golf analyst the voice of pga tour 2k from the goal a can golf enterprise joining us today hey Luke, good to see you again my man the spit has hit the fan, as they say. You called this way back in the winter time when we first met. Wow. PGA Tour Today suspending all golfers that are participating in the live event. The tourney, uh, which kicked off this morning. Man, you saw this coming. Is it as greasy as you thought it would be?
3: <laughs> How are you, Rod? Um, look, uh, golf hasn't had this kind of attention or limelight, uh, with the exception of Tiger Woods, in his absolute prime. I mean, it is the talk of the town everywhere in sports, Mm. all around the world. Uh, Twitter, social media is on fire right now about the sport of golf because this uh, Saudi-backed, Greg Norman-led rival tour has done what it wanted to do. It has rocked the boat of the establishment, which is the PGA Tour and all the major tours around the world. And uh, they are about two-thirds into their first round, and they are getting great attention for what they've been able to achieve. Well, I got to ask
1: you this. Does Phil worry about his legacy because USA today just did a hatchet job on Phil saying his legacy's mm. gone, his integrity's gone because he took the money. Does
3: does he worry about mm. that? I think people are, you know, always pretty open to what they hear um professional sports people all around the world want to be remembered for their deeds, not for, uh, you know, signing big deals to go to rival leagues. Uh, I'm sure part of that will bite into Phil uh, and his ego. Uh, Dustin Johnson's not one to to care to hoots whatsoever. He does not uh, give an iota uh, of care for what people think or say about him. He knows what he's achieved. Uh, He's a future Hall of Famer as well as um, obviously Phil is already in the Hall of Fame the reality to this situation is right now everyone's inflamed people who love the pga tour and want the best players to all play in one spot are absolutely ridiculing everyone who's taken the money to go and play in the live tour people who are open to change or new concepts or you know people taking big cash to go and do what they do for a living they're like go for your life i'm behind you Uh, I've watched parts of this opening day broadcast. It's slick. The production's entertaining. The caliber of golf is very good. And off they go. They've, you know, as I said, less than a full round into their opening round and uh, opening event. And so far, so good.
1: Well, this has been changing day by day, almost hour by hour. And I wonder where you can see it going. Next, for instance, Dustin Johnson, uh, Johnson resigned his PGA card, but Phil did not. But then the USAGA mm-hmm. come out and suspended all of them today, but says they can participate in the majors because they don't oversee the majors. PGA doesn't. Yeah. Are these guys gone forever,
3: yeah. or where does this go PGA, from here? Uh, sorry, Rod. The PGA Tour has suspended them. This is what we need people to understand, and I think I explained this on your show last time, is that the PGA Tour does not own the four majors or the Ryder Cup the five biggest properties in golf they don't own. That is why they can't suspend people from playing in majors. That's why the USGA, who owns the US Open, which is being played next week, has said, we are an Open. If you have qualified for our event, you are entitled to play in it. That's Phil, that's DJ, that's about 13 players in this Live Golf Series this week can play in the US Open next week. Now, the PGA Tour had to be heavy-handed because they're trying to protect their space. That's what anyone attached to the PGA Tour, the broadcasters, the support networks, whatever, they are trying to protect their space because as I had illustrated to you um, when we chatted last time, is that the Saudis have an endless river of money. They're not trying to make a profit out of this. They are trying to change golf. They are trying to disrupt the sport of golf and they are using golf to clean up their image globally. That's a fact. It's so obvious to everyone who's been watching that's the sole purpose of why they put their money into Formula One, why they've backed Newcastle United in the Premier League as a, as a majority shareholder, and now they're using golf to do exactly the same thing. People call it sports washing. China did it with the Olympics. Russia's done it with the Olympics. Qatar's doing it with the World Cup soccer next year or this year. Are people not going to watch those events because of what... The governments are trying to do with their image? Of course not. People tune in. They want to see the best of the best. They want to see great sports. So this is what people are starting to understand. Oh, so PGA golfers, professional golfers, they like money. They like to make a bit more money or a lot more money in a few players' respect. That's what they've done their entire life, Rod. They have played to win money. That is the game of professional golf. And if you can win more money, why wouldn't you? You're a wise, wily guy, Luke. Have you
1: chosen a side in this, or are you smart enough not to choose a side? Where, where are you on? Let's just use Phil. You back him or not?
3: I'm, on, I'm for the sport of golf rod. It is a game that I am very passionate about. I've covered for 30 years of my professional career. I've played it for almost 40 years. I'm 46. I picked up a club when I was seven. I love the game. And this is providing opportunities to people who perhaps might not have got opportunities. We're seeing 25 people in this 48-man field that most people don't have a clue who they are. They're going to make tons of money, change their lives. I'm for opportunities in the game of golf. Now, I love the PGA Tour. I've been broadcasting on it for the last 12 years. I'm a voice of the PGA Tour 2K21 game. We've got the new one coming out here this later this summer. I love golf, and I want as many people to be exposed to the sport of golf. And if this brings in more people to watch golf, you beauty. If it changes the way golf is delivered as a product going forward, you beauty. Because let's be honest, the PGA Tours meat and free veg package of four days of 72-hole straight play, it's tiresome. It's become very tiresome. And I want this to thrive.
1: Well, I should ask you about the RBC Open with Dustin Johnson pulling the rug out from under them. How do you feel about that? They've teed off today. He was the face of the campaign. That's not
3: good. Does he care? Uh, The RBC Canadian Open, I'm delighted that that's back on, Rod. Um, I'm delighted for the nation of Canada, who's had to wait three long years for their national Open to return because of the pandemic and they deserve to be right in the thick of the spotlight. Unfortunately, Live Golf is getting 95% of it right now. Um, yes, Dustin Johnson, one of their sponsored guys, and Graham McDowell chose to go and play in this Live Series and not in the RBC Canadian Open. So RBC parts ways with those guys. Obviously, the money's irrelevant because they're making way more to be on the Live Golf Series. But the Canadian Open deserves to get the love. It should. It is a phenomenal golf championship it's one of the oldest golf tournaments in the world i think the third oldest national open on earth behind the british open uh and one other i think maybe the scottish open uh it's incredible it's got phenomenal history they have five of the world's top five uh, 10 players there right now Their build is way stronger um it is a great tournament and i hope it thrives but does dustin johnson care he's no longer involved no do i have an opinion yeah. on whether he's you know, a, 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 a bad guy for taking the money and not staying with RBC, it doesn't really matter. You know, these guys play for money and have endorsement deals, and they are focused on doing what's best for them, and they've chosen to do that.
1: I'm with you, and I, sh- I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about Graham Delette retiring this week. Uh, our hometowns mm. are 40 miles apart. You had some very nice words to say about Graham, if you wouldn't mind repeating them here.
3: Well, Graham, as I said, covered himself and his country in glory. Unfortunately, his body is no longer willing and good enough for him to be able to get back professionally. Um, he played on the President's Cup. He didn't win on the PGA Tour but was a highly consistent player, um, one of the better ball strikers of his generation. Uh, that's an attribute. You need to be world-class at something to exist on the PGA Tour. Graham was world-class from tea to green. He, he, he's a fabulous person. He now broadcasts the sport. He will stay around the game. People like this deserve to be celebrated. And again, Tiger Woods pulled out of the US Open. That barely got any news this week. So Graeme Dillette retiring was a footnote, but I didn't want it to be. I wanted the RBC Canadian Open and the great golfers from Canada to get as much as the spotlight as they deserve because they haven't been able to get much for the last few years. And Graeme Dillette's certainly one of those.
1: Very well said. We covered a lot in a short amount of time. Luke, thanks for the time. All the best. We'll be seeing you soon out there in the beautiful Canadian
3: Rockies. Thank you, Rod. Hope to see all your uh, viewers here at Cannes Golf over the summer in Canmore. Absolutely. Luke Elvey from Can Golf and Canmore joining
1: us, Golf Analyst and the voice of PGA Tour 2K. Taco Time viewer takeover is next on whatever you'd like to discuss. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. We're also live streaming on YouTube and 24 hour sports radio at Rod Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show
0: YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: All right, we're back. Hey. For the love of burrito, it's buy one, get one half off at Taco Time. There are over 120 plus locations across Canada, there's always a Taco Time near you. Let's bring the Moose in. Boy, I'd started something today, Moose. I don't think you even know how much I started. It's a Moose DuPont love-in today, and we've got a <laughs> a, a new viewer. You know, here's the thing that we, that we know. When the profile of the show expands and grows, not only are we going to have A lot of positive stuff. We're going to have some negative stuff, too. And Mark in Burlington, Ontario, is watching on Game Plus TV. And he writes in and says, Hey, Moose, I love your CFL coverage, but the host is a wannabe. Talking politics and the con man lying Trump on a sports show just cost you my viewership. Bye-bye, Mark.
2: Oh, no. See you later.
1: Oh yeah, I can live without this guy. As a matter of fact, I'd like to live without this guy. But it's like that's the that's the kind of stuff that we just don't want to get into. You mention even mention Donald Trump and somebody gets their panties in a bunch and they're like, see you later, I'm out. And I say, Goodbye. We don't want you anyways. But you got a fan? You got a fan.
2: I shouldn't speak for you, Moose. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, come jump on. Into the... He loves me. Yeah, come on back. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, you have. We have to. We have to be able to <clears throat> have our own opinions and right. be able to have a conversation. I think that's what we do every day.
1: <laughs>
2: works so pretty well.
1: I don't like your. Opi- I don't like your opinion. So I'm leaving. Good. Goodbye. By the way, on the on the positive side of. My cousin Christine in medicine hat writes in, and she uh, sounds like she had uh, a hospital visit, if you will. And she's back home, she's convalescing, and all the guys and gals in the chat have been welcoming her back. And she says, um, Uncle Jim's stories and the YouTube chat, best sports show ever, says my cousin Chris. Uh, people are always enjoying the life lessons from my dad. Uh, I'm sorry, Moose. They're, they're all over the place here. Yeah, is it Nyan on YouTube? The RP show is the best with the 100 emoji. I just had to make sure that we get that in. Any last thoughts from you? We sure covered a lot. I You know, we Any last thoughts from you before I say more?
2: No, I mean no, uh, we did cover a lot, and man, it just the, the show just flies by when there's so much going on. Man, golf is such a popular thing now and topical in our show. I never thought we'd see that day. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, CFL starting. This is a great time of the year.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, full disclosure: if I had my way, I'd be talking hockey all the time. I'm just a CFL fan, but the more that I drift away from the CFL, I don't know as much the inner workings are what's going on. For instance, for those Bomber fans that are watching in Winnipeg, um, Bombers released their roster for Friday's game against Ottawa. Jackson Jeffcoat isn't going to play. Friend of the show. And I'm kind of sitting here wondering how much does that affect the Bombers' chances in this game and the money line of 9.5. I should really just stay away from betting overall. I'm the kind of guy, Darren... That the betting companies love. Because I just, I know a little bit about everything, but not a lot about anything, except for maybe the NHL, but I can't get those picks right either. I said Flames and Panthers in the Stanley Cup. How's that working out? If you're going to bet, you should, like, you should be the guy or gal that is just hitting refresh, refresh, refresh on the team's news. You really need to know what you're doing.
2: And I don't necessarily know what I'm doing with all the leagues if you want to be a professional better, but I think there's a lot of fun. And you know, my favorite time of year, obviously the bet is the, is the national football league season. And I limit myself. I, I have, you know, $5 I go every week and I buy a couple of different tickets and it gets me excited, especially when the games are on. And I have that fun of like, are they going to cover the spread or not? And you, and you pay more attention to the games, but, um, but if you are, yeah, if you're going to be a professional better and put serious money down and really go at it, you got to know what's going on. Otherwise, that's where you need to stay responsible and you need to play on the free play sites, so or you need to li- limit yourself to a budget and just do it for fun.
1: Well, uh, I, maybe I'm being too hard on myself um, because nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. If, if somebody had a handle all the time on who's going to win, They wouldn't be working for a living,
2: you know what? Not everybody always knows. Sorry, I dropped my. And the sports betting companies wouldn't exist either. They wouldn't exist if people out there knew what was going to happen. Yeah,
1: I think there'd be a lottery if Rod
2: Peterson knew the lottery numbers.
1: Yeah, exactly. For the love of burritos, it's buy one get one burrito half off at Taco Time every Thursday. Clark. What's the kid's name from Edmonton with VEASAN? I want to say Andy McNeil, but that's the broadcaster from Victoria that's our friend, right? Or is it Andy McNeil? Andy McNeil. Who's your buddy from yeah. Victoria? It's Andy McNeil, isn't it? There's a two guys named Andy McNeil?
2: Uh, Guess so, hey? No, Andy Neal. Andy Neal. You're talking about the broadcaster? That's what
1: it is. Yeah, Andy <laughs> Neal in Victoria. Andy McNeil is the, is the VEASAN sports betting guy. He came down to the pirate ship at West Edmonton Mall. The reason I bring it up on the sports betting thing, I watch him every morning on NHL Network. He's with Stormy Buona Tatoni, the former Golden Knights TV host, and he's just crushing it, man. I'm so proud of him. He has made a living out of sports betting tips, and he's been working his nutsack off trying to make a living of it, and I'm so happy for Andy. And he's, he's big on the analytics. I feel like we'll cover this a lot more Tomorrow, Moose, we'll just keep it rolling. What do you say?
2: guys? sounds great. Have a great day.
1: See you tomorrow, everybody. Noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Angering people is a gift of mine.